Arthur Haynes and Nicholas Parsons, assisted by Barney Gilbraith, in sketches by Johnny Spate, with music by the Temperance Seven, vocalist whispering Paul McDowell. Driving very late at night, most drivers are apprehensive about stopping for hitchhikers, especially on the continent when one is driving along unfamiliar roads. But even abroad, when a man steps into one's headlights wearing a blood-stained bandage and waving his arms in distress, anyone with any feeling or consideration would automatically stop and do anything he could to help, even if the person in distress was a filthy-looking tramp. I say, old chap, are you, are you all right? Yes, I'm all right, Tom, mate. Thanks, yes. I, 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 I thought you'd had an accident. Accident? It's an accident. Well, what makes you think I've had an accident, then? Well, you, you, you've got a bandage around your head. It's all covered in blood. Oh, that's not blood, mate. That's red ink. Uh, <laughs> red ink? Yes, I always wear this at night. I mean, lots of drivers won't stop unless they think you're injured. <laughs> well, then you, you, you don't want to go to hospital. No, it's very kind of you, but uh, where are you making for? Well, as a matter doing? of fact, I'm going to can. Oh, that'll do me, too. Putting that bandage round your head and making me stop just so that you could get into my car. Well, you wouldn't have stopped if I hadn't have been hurt, would you? No, I certainly wouldn't. Well, they are then. What are you moaning about? <laughs> anyway, I'm glad you stopped because it's a very nice car, this is. Well, I happen to be in a hurry. Well, that's lucky. I'm in a hurry too, yes. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> nice car, isn't it? Oh, I think so, yeah. Was it limousine then, is it? Limousine? Well, of course it's a, a limousine. I like a limousine, you know. Really? Lovely limousines. I love limousines. I don't like riding those little family saloons, though. Really? No, a bloke in a family saloon stopped just now for me, he says. I looked at him, I said, you go on. I said, there's bound to be a mug. There's bound to be a gentleman. In the <laughs> ah. You prefer motor cars like this one, do you? Oh, limousines, yeah. Always riding limousines if I can. I mean, you meet a better class of people, don't you? Yes, I'm sure. I like the convertibles best, though. Really? Convertible's a lovely car, convertible. I'm sure. What year is this, then? This happens to be a 1961 model. Oh, last year's, is it? Mm. <laughs> Not a bad car. How much do you pay for it, then? I don't see what it's got to do with you, but it's fairly common knowledge this particular model happens to be just over six thousand pounds. Six thousand? Just over six thousand, yes. Oh, you bought the standard model then, did you? <laughs> I happen to be very pleased with the motor car. Oh, I'm sure you are. It's a lovely car. Right, turn right here then. Turn right? I don't wish to turn right. I'm going to care. Look, don't argue. Turn right, mate. I don't wish to turn. Well, I'll put your indicator out. Turn right. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, look at what you're doing. Keep on the road. Look, will you please keep your hands to yourself? I'm trying to drive this car. I'm the one with the hands on the wheel. I just behave yourself. Well, I'll stop and I'll chuck you out. Well, I wanted to turn right. You've made a very nice turn in there, I might tell you. <laughs> you happen to be very, very nice turn in. Thank you very much indeed. I do happen to be fairly experienced in handling this car. Yeah, well, you got round that corner all right. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> with a little bit of help. I must say the car's nicely sprung, though. Yes. Not like the convertibles, though. They're quite comfortable. Quite. You keep going on about convertibles. Well, what I mean... do you convertible model? Well, old Lord Crawley's got one. Lord Crawley? Lord Crawley, he's got a marvellous model, he has. Oh, yes, yes. Made for him special, it was. Yes, yes, yes. Always picks me up on the Great West Road, he does. He says, this old Arthur, pick him up. He says, pick him up, don't miss him. He missed me the other morning, though. Still, he wrote me a letter apologising, so it was all right. <laughs>
Lovely car, that is. Do you know what he's got in his car? He's got the most terrific cocktail cabinet, yes. Yeah, really, yes, yes. Well, I happen to have a cocktail cabinet in my motor car as well. Have you? It was a very special one. I thought it up myself, and it's been built to my own design. Has it? Well, I can't see it. Where is it, then? Well, of course you can't see is it. Is it concealed, it's, then? It's concealed. Of course it's concealed. Is it? Yes. Where is it? Go on, tell me where it is. I can't see it, honestly. No, no, no. I can't go on. Go on, tell me where it is. Go on, you're kidding me. No, I You haven't got a cocktail cabinet. No, go on, where is it, then? Go on, tell me where it is. Well, you'll see that little button over there with the red stripe on it. Yes. Press it. You sure it'll be all right? Oh, I'm fine, all right. No, all right I'll press it then. So yes, right. And then it, 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 I'm going to press it then. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh you little tinker, you've got it under the seat. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh, you've got it full up and all. Look, it's all the yeah. different bottles in it, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, what time is it? The 10.30. Blimey, it's cocktail time. <laughs> Well, I might as well mix them. What can I mix for you, then? I never drink when I'm driving. Don't you really? That's no. very sensible. I'm glad I'm not driving. <laughs> oh, well, cheers. Cheers. Tell me, has Lord Crawley got anything else in his car that I haven't got? Oh, yeah, he's got a petition. He's got a glass petition. A partition? Yeah. That's so the chauffeur can't do any earwigging when me and his lordship are talking high finance. High finance, my dear good fellow. What sort of high finance could you and Lord Crawley possibly be discussing? Well, I don't know. Sometimes his lordship sees me a bit skint and uh, he sort of wants to offer me a loan of a quid, you know. That's why he had the petition built, so that it doesn't embarrass me in front of the chauffeur. No. Well, there Lord Crawley and I do differ. I haven't got a chauffeur. I prefer to drive myself. Oh, well, in that case, I won't be embarrassed then if you haven't got a chauffeur. If you want to lend me a pound, like, you know. Lend <laughs> you a pound, really. I never lend money to strangers. And you're quite right, too. That's what I wouldn't. I wouldn't lend money to strangers. But I don't look at you as a stranger. I think you're a very nice gentleman. I mean, you, you give me a ride in your car. I reckon that's very friendly indeed. Do you know, you're so friendly, I wouldn't mind borrowing a pound off of you. Early. Right, turn right here then. Turn right, are you sure? Because I'm sure. I know, look, I know these roads. Come on, keep that. Turn right. Oh. Right, that's it. Right, now keep until I tell you to stop. Right, stop right here. Right, now. Stop here. That's it. Right. Are you, are you going to Right, that's it. Thank you very much. That's very kind. Of you. Now, what about those two pounds you were going to lend me? <laughs> two pounds? What two pounds? Two pounds was never mentioned. Well, what was mentioned then? Well, there was some talk of one pound. But you said you were going to lend me two pounds. My dear good man, I never said I was going to lend you two pounds. You brought out the whole subject of money in pounds. There was one pound was mentioned, that's all, just one pound. One pound, that was always mentioned. Oh, I'll have to make do with that then, that's all I could. <laughs> all right, look, if I give you a pound, will yeah. you get out of my car now? Thank goodness for that. Here we are then. Here is a pound. Thank right. you very much. Very kind of you, sir. Oh, just yeah. a minute, before yeah. you get out. Just so I want to get a can. Now, am I on the right road here? Oh, you were making a can, were you? That's right, yes. Right, let's try and help you now. You've been kind to me. Let's try and help you now, then. You know where you picked me up? Yes, I shall never forget it. Right, well, go back to there, then. <laughs> but that was about 40 miles back! Yeah, I know. You know where you turn right? Yes. Well, if you turn left there, cans is about a mile in front of you. Get out! Get out of my car! Temperance Seven, in a spirit of generosity and good humour, now proposed to perpetrate on an unsuspecting public an item entitled The Mooch.
what can we do for you here today? <laughs> do you interested in antiques, are you? Huh? <laughs> well, I'm not exactly want to buy anything. I just wanted to know if you sort of if you buy pictures here, like. <laughs> well, we we do buy works of art, and not just. Any old picture, you know. <laughs> Why, have you got a few Van Goghs or some Rembrandts to sell? <laughs> or maybe you've got the missing Goya. <laughs> well, I don't know anything about goiters, mate. All I know is I've got a... I've just got a picture here for sale, that's all. Just, uh, just have a look at it, see if it's any good to you. Well, I'll certainly have a look at it. I don't know if it, 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 just, have, just see if you can give me something on that, that's all. Just good. a few bob, that's all. Heavens! <laughs> just a minute, will you? Well, um, I just want to go and have a little word with my gardener, if you don't mind. I say, sir, excuse me, quickly, quickly, over here. Look, sir, have a look at that. Good heavens! Where did you get this? Well, somebody just brought it in. It's the missing Van Eyrick. Yes, it's yes, been missing for years. Yes, yes. How did you get hold of it? Well, this old spivvy just brought it in. He, he apparently wants to sell it. Well, buy it off him, you yes, fool. Oh, yes, That's sir. the missing Van Eyrick. It's worth thousands. Go and buy it off him. Yes, I'll go and right away and buy it off him. <clears throat> this little picture of yours now, well, you know, we might be interested in it, you know. We might, you know, manage to give you something on it. Um, how much were you thinking of asking? Well, I don't know, really. I don't know much about mm. pictures. I don't know what they're worth. Mm. I don't know anything about them at all. Mm. What about 100 quid? Done. I mean, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> certainly. <laughs> of course, yes. 100 pounds. Oh, yes, yes. <coughs> there we are. 100 pounds. Right, thank you very much. You're very kind of you. It's beautiful, isn't it? Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it you like it, then. Oh, I'm absolutely enchanted with it. Well, in that case, then, uh, do you want to buy another one like it? <laughs> I, 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 I beg your pardon. Did, did you say an, another one? L l like this? Yeah, I've got two more. <laughs> two more? L l l like this? Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. Well, you, you don't mean exactly like this, do no, you? identical. <laughs> hey, are you have a look. Hey, are you can't tell them apart, look. Good heavens, I... Just a moment, will you, please? I'll just have a go and have a word with my governor. Did you get the picture? Yes, but look, something's wrong, sir. Something's wrong. Look, very wrong. He's shown me two more like it. Look, absolutely identical. Just have a look. See? Two of these are obviously copies. Yes, I know, but which? I don't know. Look, we'll just have to buy all three. Obviously, one of these is the original. It's the only way to get it. I'll talk to It's very good, sir. You go and talk. Ah, well, Mr... Haynes. Haynes uh, is the uh, name. Yes, yes, yes. H-A-Y-N-E-S. Mr. Haynes. Capital H. Yes. Well, I like these other two pictures you brought in. I like them just as much as the other one. Uh, how much did you want for them? Well, I don't know. Your mate's just give me 100 quid for the other one. These two others, they look just as good to me, these two. Yes, sir. Give him another 200 pounds. Certainly, sir, yes. Uh, 200 pounds. There we are. <laughs> you know, it's nice to have done business with you. Oh, I can say exactly the same, too. Oh, oh yes, I can indeed. Oh, yes. Oh, just a moment before you go. Um, you haven't got any more pictures like these, have you? Oh, no, that's a lot. That's oh, a lot, Good, right good, good. Thank goodness for that. So, that is the lot, is it? Mind you, I can always get you some more if you want them. You, you can? What, what, what do you mean you can get us some more? For, 
From where? How? Well, it's easy. My hoppo paints them. Your hoppo what? He does what? My mate, he paints them. He paints them himself? Yeah, he copies them from an old painting he found the other day. An old painting? What? Like, 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 yes, like these? It's exactly like that. That's it. That must be it. Yes, 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 of course. That, that might be it. Yeah, look, sir, I was, um... <coughs> your, your friend, um, uh, um... This old painting of his, you know, the one you were talking about. He wouldn't, um, he wouldn't like to sell it, would he? You mean, you know, not, not, not that I were particularly interested. We just thought we might like to have it, you know, with the, these three here. It might make a rather charming set, don't you think? Well, I don't know, really. I mean, I don't, I don't think it would somehow. You don't think he'd sell it? I don't think he'd sell it, no. I would give him £300 for it. No, I don't think he would, no. I'm sure he wouldn't sell uh, we, it. We will offer you £500 for well, it. Well, I don't think he'd sell it. £600. I don't, I, honestly, I don't think offer he'd sell it. Offer him a thousand! Look, my dear fellow, you go home and tell your friend for this old painting of his, we will give him £1,000. Look, mate, don't be balmy. He wouldn't sell that picture for 50,000 quid. Why not? It's the missing Van Eric. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Whispering Paul McDowell, assisted by the Temperance Seven, enters your very homes through the medium of the electric wireless, singing Sugar.
as election time draws near, we all of us, young and old, get a little excited. Arguments start in the locals, and when the candidates call, we've all got questions. The main one being, what's in it for us? I'm sorry, mate. I thought you were the landlord. Well, I'm not the landlord. Throwing buckets of water at me like that. I'm your political candidate, my good man. I'm the political candidate in this forthcoming by-election. Oh, well, in that case, I'll come down then. frightened of burglars. <laughs> no, mate, landlords and bailiffs. I mean, you get a bit behind with your rent down this street and they try and eject you. Oh, I see, I see. You, you can't afford to pay your rent, eh? Well, not since they stopped me sick pay, no. I mean, that's how they treat you in this country. Really? An ex-soldier, me, too, An mate. An ex-soldier, too. Fought for me country, I did. Really? Up really? to me neck in muck and bullets, mate. Fighting, or I wasn't having to go out then. Yes, I suddenly I'm come sorry. back and they stop your sick pay. Well, I think that's absolutely terrible. Tell me, when did they stop your sick pay? About two years ago. <laughs> two years ago? And you haven't paid any rent since then? Well, I told you, didn't I? I'm a bit behind. <laughs> a bit behind? Two years? Well, that's a bit behind, isn't it? It's a good bit behind. All right, so it's a good bit behind, but there's no need for him to get sort of nasty, is it? I mean, they're rent-mad, they are, these landlords. They're rent-potty, that's all they are. That's all they think about is collecting rent. Capitalists, that's what they are, no, mate. No, Dirty, no, no, rotten, no, no, stinking no, no, capitalists, that's what they are. <laughs> no, no, I do think you're exaggerating a little there. But, um, anyway, uh, why did they stop your sick pay? Well, because I'm not ill anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, really, you, you can't expect to draw sick pay if you're not ill, can you? Well, that's not the point, mate. I mean, I was dependent upon that money. I mean, I started a budget and run up debts on it. And all of a sudden they cut you off, just like that. I mean, they go and get you better without any warning. I mean, it's all very well, mate, getting you better, but cutting off your sick pay can make you ill again, I tell you that, mate. I mean, I was prostrated for about six weeks after that. I had to take to me bed, I did. I mean, no, no, no governor's going to stand by that, is he? Well, I was ridiculous. actually... He's not, not going to pay me money for coming in late and dropping off to sleep all the time, is he? I, I mean, really came to talk I mean, to it's not fair, is it, really? Election. I mean, it's unreasonable to expect a governor to do that. Now, I really want to talk to you about my election. That's what I keep manifest. telling them down the Labour Exchange. Yeah. Well, oh, You can't talk to them down the Labour Exchange. The little bureaucrats down there, they are. <laughs> They've got no sympathy if for I... a man in my condition. No, but that all really they're is... fit for is stopping you unemployed. Shut up! I'm, I'm sorry, I, I did rather get a bit hasty there, but I really wanted to talk to you about the forthcoming by-election. I noticed, first of all, that you do have one of our election posters in your window there. That's right, it's one of yours, yes. Well, as I am the candidate for that particular party, I was wondering if I could count on your vote once again. Well, that poster's got nothing to do with the voting, mate. But it's in your window there. Oh, no, it's only been put in here to block the hole up, mate. <laughs> Well, um, 
Perhaps I can talk to you about the aims of my party. You see, you are obviously, as I tried to say before, a man with problems, and there might quite conceivably be something in our political manifesto that might appeal to you, and may even give you confidence in the plans that we have for the country. Oh. <laughs> don't do that, love. Don't do that, love, please. The gentleman's talking. Yes, sir. It's, it's, it's the wife. She's a bit simple. It's oh, all right. Oh, yeah. I see, yes. <laughs> Well, perhaps you could come over... No, 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 come on inside, love. It's no business of yours. You go in there. There must be plenty for you uh, to uh, do no, in no, there. No, 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 just a minute, just a minute. Let, let, let her stay out here. I mean, after all, she is a voter, and she might be interested in what I have to say. No, you can keep her out of it, mate. I don't like her getting involved in politics. Her place is in the house, mate, not out here on the doorstep arguing politics, yeah, But, but my, my good man, she is a voter, and she's entitled to know what she's voting about. Look, I tell her what she's voting about, mate. <laughs> she votes the way I tell her. Look, my good man, she's entitled to vote according to her own conscience and reasoning. I mean, after all, this is a free country. Look, mate, it might be a free country out here, but it ends inside there, I tell you that. <laughs> That's my house, and I run it my way, mate, and my wife votes for what I stand for. And what do you stand for? Well, if you want to know, I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, what don't you know? Look, what I don't know is my own affair, mate, so you mind your own business. <laughs> It's strictly between me and my conscience and the ballot box. Ah, yes, yes, but, but, but you don't knows are a very important lot. You're very important in this election. You know, this is a marginal seat here. Well, I know it's a marginal seat. You don't have to tell me, mate. And it was won and lost last time by about 400 votes. And I'm one of those 400 votes, and so is old Barnier, and so is everybody else in this house. I see, I see. Well, uh, perhaps I can discuss this with you. You can discuss all you like, mate, but I'm, no, I'm not an ordinary voter, you know, mate. No, 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 you were I'm one of the floating voters. I'm a floater, I am, mate, and so is he. He's a floater. Oh, really? We know our political importance, don't we, Barney? Yes, we know our political importance. And what's more, mate, it's not only us. It's not only us, you know, that knows our importance. There's eight families in this house. That's 19 votes, all floating. Really? Yeah, 18, 18, 19 votes, all floating. Just a minute, did you say eight families? In in, in that small house there? Eight families, yeah. Good heavens, my... I never know. I can see why you're bitter. Well, let me tell you right away. Let me tell you right now. I won't stand for that sort of thing. You see that I am elected as your political parliamentary candidate and I shall investigate your landlord immediately. Oh, you're a nosy parker, are you then? <laughs> oh, you're a troublemaker then, are you? A troublemaker. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Your landlord is not allowed to cram eight families into one small slum house like that. Look, it's got nothing to do with my landlord. What do you mean it's got nothing to do with him? I'm their landlord. <laughs> I'm their landlord, and what I do in my own house is my affair, mate. If I want to sublet, it's up to me. But this is disgraceful. Look, mate, you just said it was a free country, and I'm entitled to get a living as well as anybody else. And besides, mate, you get him chucked out here, and he's homeless. Mate, you see what he stands for, can't you? You vote for him, mate, and you'll have no roof over your nose. Don't worry, Arthur, I'm not taking him by his sword. I'm not daft. No, nor the rest of the tenants here, mate. They're all happy in here. Every room in this this place, mate, is self-contained, I tell you that. It's got its own door, and once they're behind that door, they've got their own privacy. And nobody else is allowed in that room except the families they're sharing with. <laughs> well, I think it's monstrous, do you hear? Monstrous exploitation. Well, you can call it what you like, mate, but they've got a better landlord than I've got, I tell you that. They don't get threatened with eviction if they get bit behind with their rents, do they, Barney? I mean, you've got no fear of that, have you? No, we've got no fear of that. Well, he don't let us get behind with our rents, do you, Arthur? Well, of course I don't. I mean, I look after them and plan for them, which is more than what a lot of people up in Whitehall do, mate, I tell you that. Look, what we want to know about this election is what's in it for us. That's what we want to know. We know what's in it for you. You get 10,000 a year and all found. We oh, know what's 10,000 a year? Don't be so ridiculous, my good man. Why, even the Prime Minister doesn't get as much as that. Oh, look, mate, we don't want to listen to your lies. Do you mean my lies? What you you know about? what I'm talking about. You politicians are all alike, mate. You've got to be born lies to get the job. I really, this is disgraceful. 
You're well known for your lies you are. What you tell us you get, mate, and what you stick in your pocket are two different things. What about all the perks, then? What the about perks? That? What do you want to mean? What are you talking about, the perks? You know what I'm talking about. Perks, mate. What we want to know is what perks are we going to get in this? If we vote for you, what, where's our perks? What oh, I see. Do you want me to bribe you? Well, if you're going to talk like that, you better come inside, mate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Death. What I've got to say to you can be sent out here in the street, out in the open. I can say it to you here and now. I'm not buying votes. Well, all I can say is your party's getting very stingy, mate. I can recall years ago when you were more generous. In those days, you used to be a sack of coal here. You used to be a sack of coal there and a packet of fags there. Now it's nothing. We got nothing out of you. What about the last election? What about the last election? Well, you were supposed to be giving everybody £5,000 surtax. I saw it in the papers. That was all a pack of lies. A pack of lies. You're talking absolutely nonsense. I, I went down to see the tax people. I said, well, I asked them when I was due for it. And what did I get? Nothing but insults. Look, you're, you're, this is quite and your governor, what's his name? Old Mac, what's his who's look, look, the thing is... <laughs> I'm not in at the present he's supposed moment. To, I have never no mind about that. He's supposed to be making us all in a couple of All they've done is stop me sick pay. They made sick a pauper out of me. Look, what is your sick pay? I'm not a capitalist, mate. I'm just prostrated on my bed. Prostrated That's what I'm on your bed. You're not talking a lot of nonsense here. Don't be so ridiculous. You're an absolute oaf. That's what you are. You're an idle, lazy, good for nothing loafer. And much more, you can keep your vote. Aye, right? aye, aye, aye. <laughs> well, you can see what he's like. He's not even in yet. You see how much good this sort is going to do us, can't you? Look here, I go man. I have no wish for your vote. I've no wish for better talk to you. What I say to you is, go to hell! Hey! Well, you can cut that language out, mate. We're not used to it down this street. Now, cut it out. Right, come on, Barney. Let's go inside. Good day to you! Oi, just a minute. I want to apologise to you. Apologise? I'm sorry about that, Walter. Yes? It was meant for the landlord. Really? This is your bucking call. You'll be listening to The Arthur Haynes Show with Arthur Haynes, Nicholas Parsons and Barney Gilbreth. Music by the Temperance Seven, vocalist Whispering Paul McDowell. The show produced by Richard Dinkley.